Boys, girls, it's still to choose. You chasing a bit of country and western wear with a bit more style, a bit more flair, a bit more sass. Countryduds.com.au have got you covered. From flannies to t-shirts to trucker caps, they've got it all. Go and check them out. They've even teamed up with me to bring you the ultimate Sunday outfits. Every month, new Sunday outfit comes out. Get around it. Wrap your body in it today. Countryduds.com.au Boys, men, fellas, blokes, are you chasing some accessories, some fashion accessories? That's right, lads. Go and check out aemanstore.com. These guys have got you covered. From wedding bands, to general male rings, to flick lighters, to necklaces. Honestly, these guys are going to bring you more class than a teacher. Fellas, spruce yourself up. Make the missus go, whoa, baby, come at me. aemanstore.com. Ball bags and front bumps. You want a new boat, but you can't afford it. Why not make the old boat look brand spanking new? Jump on boatratmafia.com.au. These guys got you covered. They have got ready-to-go wraps. Punch in your measurements of your boat. Pick a design. Bing, bada, boom, they'll send it out to you. Want something custom? Send them an email. Boatratmafia.com.au. All right, boys, girls, to choose. Blind man Dan's poor sight. Poor bastards running into objects in the broad daylight. Fuck. Blind man Dan's now live. This is a hazard. So nuts, sacks and front cracks, listen up, enjoy the ride. All right, boys, girls, still choose. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Man Dan podcast. Uh, back down here at the, uh, the Godfather's crib, the den, the deck. And I've got fried fishing. Billy from Fried Fishing. Is it Billy? Yeah, it's Billy. Because there's always this fried fishing yeah. on the fucking things. You know, I've like went out with people for like three day benders and they've turned to me and go, what's your name? What is your actual name? Billy. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually hilarious when that happened. <laughs> I was actually thinking the day, like, fuck, I don't know what to call him. He's just saying it's fried fishing. Yeah. So, mate, I come across you, oh, fucking hell, we must be talking. How long have you been on the social media, the Snapchat thing? How long have you been doing that? 2019. 20, yeah, well, that must that's be one. It must have come from your very start. Easy. Yeah, that's five years. Yeah, easily from the start. And um, what sort of intrigued me about you? Because I'm interested in the fucking marine game, like marine mechanic by trade, and like the pro fishing and all that sort of thing. And like we're talking earlier, growing up, like pro fishermen was just in my way. Oh, they're fucking scum. You hate pro fishermen. Fucking dogs. So growing up, my whole life, I was like, fucking dogs. You're the pricks, you know? And then it wasn't until I became a marine mechanic and started meeting you and working on your boats and doing what you do and thinking, these, why do we hate these poor bastards so much? They're normal humans. <laughs> Literally, they're normal humans yeah. doing a job. But yeah. Just uh, beating the world. <laughs> it's part of the trade. It's like being a copper. It's no different. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Fucking, I was poor beer all of me first. Yeah, good job. I was, you seen that too, didn't yeah, you? Fucking yeah. dog. See, pro, fucking hate pro fishermen. Yeah, <laughs> fuck pieces of shit. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was unreal, man. Like I just, but that's just how you brought up, and a lot of a lot of young fellas could say the same. Their old man will drill into them that are oh, fucking pro fishermen. They fuck everything. They kill everything, and they're, they're fucking everything. <laughs> like, no, they're not. And it was weird, man, because like I grew up in earth moving, and like we flattened fields and. Rainforests and shit, but no one hated us. You know? No, I used to do it well. But we hate the pro fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> Flatten that land, build that car park. Yeah, you'll be right. So, how did you come into this pro fishing game from a very young age, or just so born bred? My father was a commercial fisherman from my whole life, pretty much. He's been doing it for thirty-two years, and 
I got kicked out of school, literally. Second week of year nine, kicked out of school. Did you do something bad? Multiple bad things. (laughs) (laughs) Accumulation of points. Yeah, it was pretty much I got to the point where it was, you're not good for school. And they gave me the ultimatum. It was like, well, you're going to either go to work or go to another school. Well, I hated the school they're going to send me to. So I got a job. I actually worked for an oy- as an oyster farmer for a year for 250 bucks a week. And honestly, that taught me so much about life. I'd an, come home an and farm. pass out every night at 6 o'clock. Before it was dark, like it was fully dark, I was out. I was snoring for 250 bucks a week. And I thought I was a baller. I actually <laughs> thought I was a baller. I am a high roller. Oh, yeah, man. I... I remember saving three pays up, buying a phone from Woolworths when them shitty Androids yeah, when they yeah. first come out, and I thought I was okay. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all you peasants down there. Oh, anyway, yeah. Now, what age was this? Oh, so 15. Yeah, 15, so, yeah. yeah, 15. So straight into the working force from a young age, man. Yeah, it sucks. But I knew, like, I was, I was always working. Like, I just, I just wanted a fucking job, and I was, but I was swinging diggers at a very young age. Yeah. And um, when I was never kicked out of school, a lot of times I wish it sort of was. So I could just go and swing diggers for some reason. But um, but yeah, so the profession. So what? Yeah, your man was in the profession you were talking earlier. Yeah, yeah, he was in the industry from like from when I was born, the whole time through. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of progressed towards it. An opportunity came up, a license come for sale, and got a loan. We bought it, and it was a five-year loan. We ended up paying it off in four. You say we. Me and my brother. We work together. I work yeah. with my brother. Yeah, how is your brother? He's three years older than me. He's got his own house. Kid. Life on track. Not an idiot. <laughs> Complete opposite. We're how are you going? Oh, I'm living large. Have you Paul. seen my Snapchat? Yeah. <laughs> my Snapchat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right, so what What age did you, this loss has come up? You're, you're I was just past my 16th birthday. And what so, was something like that worth then? It was a hundred thousand dollars for the lot, hundred and forty thousand for the license at the time. Fuck, bro. Yeah. What was your means. brother doing at the time? Well, he went to school and finished school. We didn't think he was going to be commercial, like at all. We honestly didn't know what he was doing. He had no interest. Then they like we were talking about getting the loan and everything, and he was like, felt like FOMO. He's like, oh. Well, because I was way more hands-on. Like, yeah, I always... Yeah. He didn't really have much to do with it. And then he got the loan. Like, we all got the loan, whatever. Paid, got it. And he got one as well. And I didn't work with him for the first two years. We worked separate. Because I'm greedy. Okay? That's the reality of it. And You're greedy. Because I like... If you're working hard, I want to see the same thing on the other side. Yeah. See, I work all night. My brother might go to work for two hours and do the crab traps. He yep. mightn't work all night, might, and like it'd be, I'm pulling in more than him, rah, 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 and it was the disagreements. But then we come to a happy medium now. He just supplies me with all the, the nets, the boats. I break them. He fixes them. <laughs> he gets half my pay. Yeah. I get half his pay when he goes to work, but it's a happy medium. So you're 50-50 now, 50, which 50, is 50 everything. Yeah. Down the middle. It's yeah. easier that way. And he did bail me out with a lot of money to pay the loan out because he was an idiot. He saved up and paid the loan out a year early. Yeah. While I had probably twenty dollars to my name. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love him. I love him to death over yeah. it. Yeah, you say that now, can't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, I'll say it now. <laughs> but no. so big coin, man. Young age, big coin. Like you, 
you know, I think um, this is where I noticed too, started meeting the pro fishermen and what they do, and people look at them like, oh, fucking grotty, because, you know, obviously you're not fucking dressed in suits and, you know. Shoes are optional. Yeah, you're not, Completely you're not looking your part, no. and a lot of times you've got a fucking beer in your hand too. And, um, but it's a business. It's a, it's, it's a yeah. fucking proper business where you got to have your smarts about you. What you doing? Yeah, you got to have a different kind of smarts. So, like... You can work at a nine to five, or you can know seasons, changes, how fish act, moon phases, tide changes, biometric pressure with like wind directions changing, everything. It's it's more complex than you'll ever imagine. Yep. It's not just oh yeah, give Joe Blow a net, go put it out, make a million dollars. Yeah, took me about six years before I made consistent money. In them six years, I destroyed more boats. I destroyed more trailers. I <laughs> I, my my accountant probably thought I was running at a loss the whole time. I yeah. actually was. It was pretty good. I got money back back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was keep doing this. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> the government's paying me for my fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It was good. It was an incentive. Daddy, um, yeah, it's definitely a different learn- learning curve in that business age, especially young age too. Been exposed to it at a young age. You have to grow up too fast. We're um, we're doing this interview with this next to me, Godfather's built kids, <laughs> kids. Can you not, not, not splash so much, please? Thank you. <coughs> Goddamn kids. Yeah, um, so, with your father, did they get much guidance and much, you know, <laughs> mentorship <laughs> in this, or you just were left to your dad's devices? Well, he did help a lot. I will say that. He did, he did guide us in the right way, but we all did our own paths. And I'll say, like, he might have shown us the ropes, but we all put our own spin on everything. Yeah. Where he gave us, like, the outline and we just went with it with our own ways. And, yeah, like, that was a learning curve. Like, I accidentally shot a 1,000 metres of net up the highway one night because I didn't put shit on top of it and drove up the road and just Lost shot it. Lost it. There's $8,000 down the drain. Gone. Of course, someone had to drive behind it and run every single cork over on top of it and in front of me. And smashed the lot. Oh, yeah, because I'm a commercial fisherman. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's expensive fuck-up. Not my most expensive. It's not? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've sunk several boats. Mate, I've been watching... <laughs> I've been watching your um, your snap pretty much from day one. And, like, I don't know, to be honest, like, so I'm like, fuck, bro. You're off your head. There's nothing wrong with you, eh? But I just kept watching you, like, the cunts at work the next day. <laughs> He's still at work. The problem is <laughs> I have to have zero everything. So, yeah, I might be off me. Like, I might have a drink here and there. Can't have any drugs. Can't have anything. I have zero, zero on everything. So it's like people with misconception are like, I'm more high on life, like enjoying what I'm doing. And yeah, it might be wild. I might catch a shark and chew its heart and half, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not off my head. Like yeah. I'm just having a good time. I'm you know? like, just pumped on life. I was watching the snap one night, one of your stories, and you're cruising along in the, in the tinny. Fuck yeah, this is, it's pitch black. Yeah. And you're like, fuck it, that's just dark night tonight. Like I know where I'm going, but next next step was like, we run aground. <laughs> it's fucking iron dry. I remember that night exactly. Yeah, like holy shit, and you had to wait for the tide. That was yeah, yeah. I know exactly. You I proper was, sent it. I was cutting through a channel, and my head torch was dull, and it was low tide, and you got to like a run up. And I was like, oh, do I get the do I get the torch out? Nah, screw it. I, I just finished packing the boat up. I was done. I was yeah. finished for the night. I was like, yeah, righto. And I was supposed to go slightly to me left. I sent it flat out to the right because I missed the whole post. 
two and a half hours watching Netflix, sitting on my back getting eaten by mozzies. And the whole problem was I was sitting there looking at the whole cleaned up boat going, could have been home by now. Could have been home by now. Could have had food. Could have been in bed. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just bad turn. Yeah, bad turn. <laughs> you know. The, hitting the sand, gravel bars and that, they're pretty good. I hit two bridges in it a year. And yeah, I, when bridges. I mean bridges, I mean actual... He- like The hot. pylons, yeah. the bridges. Yeah. And you didn't see them. No, that's when, that's, <laughs> that's when I actually went to the optometrist after that. That's not wrong, man. Yeah, yeah. I was actually... I, get, like, I hit the first one and I thought, ah, oh, I'm just tired. Then I hit the second one and I was thinking, I thought I was over that way further. So your depth perception is all yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I got up. real fucked depth perception. Yeah. And then I had a bloke in the boat with me that night and um, I thought I killed him. I actually, because I hit the bridge and he went flying and he's a bigger fella... All I remember was looking up and I said, holy fucking bridge. And I watched his gun boot flight off oh, his shit. foot. Yeah. And he had Bud to fund the boat, had a big egg. And I was like, got everything together. And thinking, holy fuck, that's going to be a messed up mistake, like a big fuck up. Got halfway up the roof and he goes, what do we do? I was thinking, holy shit, I've killed this poor yeah. boat. Yeah. Yeah. And the boat was still floating. Oh, yeah, just caved the whole front end. You should see both sides of me from your boat. It's got a whole patch on each side from caving it in. Yeah? It's a fucking sturdy boat. It's sturdy boat. <laughs> it's, it's not. You patched it. It's only two years old, too. <laughs> Poor <know>. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took two bridges. And Jeez. it's still handed. I love going to work and I drive past the bridges and I see the yeah, mark. I did that. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I did that. Yeah. Someone, someone fucking hit that bridge there. I did fall asleep one night, though, and I crashed a boat. And it was my first crash. And I wasn't. I wasn't anything. It was just mullet season. Mullet season, you work for like three days straight. You're a, you're a zombie. You've got to work for ten weeks straight. You're falling asleep. You're fighting with everybody because you're just arrogant. Like you're you're so over it. We've had more punch ups in mullet season than any time of the year. Punch ups t- with who? Like yeah. your brother and that. Yeah, your brother. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like no fish there, no fish there, and just like because you're just tired. You're just exhausted. You're literally exhausted. I'll, I'll like show you some photos after. Of, like we had nine ton of fish. Sitting there in the boat, and we're just shoveling ice on it. it. Took a day and a half of just sitting there, standing, pulling fish out, till your hands are swollen. Nine ripped. ton of mullet. And nine ton of mullet. So obviously it's for the the bait industry. No, nah, that goes to company up here, Superfin, Markle's Seafood, and they um cut the row out, dry it out, send it overseas, and they love it. Fuck yeah! yeah. It's just like a volumes game. But yeah, going back on that, I was a bit of the younger days, and I'm cutting along the spit. Driving along flat out, and the boat was a bit overpowered. <laughs> and I was looking, like, to me left, and I remember looking to me left, and I'm like, what I heard was a bang. And I'm thinking, no, nah, I was on the spit, wasn't I? I was going on the spit. And I woke up, the motor's redlining, there's blood in me eye, and I'm thinking, what the Chaka. fuck have I done? I'd cut over the spit, and there was a big dead tree. I'd hit the front of the dead tree, launched over the top of it, come in behind it on a 90 degree, and bang the boat, hit the boat, like, stopped, and knocked myself nearly clean out. I thought I'd died. And I remember my ego was a bit too big at the time, and I was sitting there with a knife trying to cut this tree for, like, 20 minutes, and I was thinking, nah, fuck, I've got to ring Dad. And trying to get the courage enough first, because where we work, there's certain boat ramps, because you're a commercial fisherman, we've got to leave something in the car. We cannot leave the cars there alone. We've had them vandalised multiple times, so someone's in the car. And I knew my brother was there, so I thought, better ring him. I ring him up, and he goes, what the fuck was that noise? Fuck yeah. And I'm you. thinking, oh, now yeah, nothing. And I was like, can you just ring Dad and get a chainsaw? And he goes, a fucking chainsaw. And I'm like, <laughs> you're, no. you're a fishman and you want a chainsaw. And he's like, I'm like, 
I'm telling you, I need a fucking chainsaw. And he goes, mm, bullshit. 20 minutes passes. They was, just lived down the road. Come back with a chainsaw and they were gobsmacked. Where well, I got it, were. they had to cut the whole tree away to get me out, drag me out. And the most fucked thing is I cut over, hit it, come to, school of mullets, from down front. In front yeah. Of me. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, the dolphins bring them up. I'm sitting there going, fuck you. Honestly. Catch bastards. Yeah, you can get stuck. I went home, threw, the, nah, threw me toys out of the cot that night. I'm going to bed. Sick of this shit. <laughs> went to sleep for like a good 20 hours. Wake up and I was like, that's refreshed. Didn't break the boat that time. Didn't break anything but myself. I was so yeah. happy with that. Didn't have anything to fix the next day. Yeah, well, you're healed. Yeah, exactly. I cut me two toes off one time. I healed, you know. You cut two toes off? I crushed them off. And that wasn't even a fishing accident. I've lost... Was that a party accident? No, I was helping the mate cut firewood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably the most fucked up part of that whole situation was my mate passed out and he's like vomiting, freaking out, and I'm just like, they're gone. So I come to kind of thinking, oh yeah, whatever, I'm full of shock, you know. And it just dawned on me, I'm like, where the fuck are my toes? So he's me hopping around, I took him home, put him in the freezer. Get out! We took him brim fishing. We went brim fishing with my toes. Shame with his foot. We're getting the foot out, people. Yeah, Here we this go. is. Yeah, oh, Jesus, <laughs> put the well, put the shit back on. <laughs> this is Fuck not yeah. foot fetishes. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, that was good. You know the most, the worst part about that. That was my like first holiday in five years. I had to go to hospital, <laughs> and I was in a hospital, <laughs> and I'll, ne- I'll never forget. It. Everyone was like, "Fuck, Billy's a bit depressed after this. He hasn't really been leaving his room." And then my brother rings me up and he goes, oh, I've got a good lot of fish, I need your help. And I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get out of here? Because everyone's going to go off their head like, oh, you shouldn't be going, rah, rah. Uh, So, I snuck out, drove down there, um, 45 minutes to help my brother with my moon boot on, pull the fish out, put a gun boot on. 11 o'clock the next day I was in surgery. Shit. Yeah, had to get him cut again. Fair Infected. Infected? Yep. Oh, you went to the most dirty environment ever. <laughs> Yeah, and then probably about three, four hours of sweating and the yeah, sock yeah, did not terrible. help. Yeah, Shit. I learned a lesson, though. I didn't go to work for three weeks after that. Yeah. I, I didn't. I That's actually, I sat there. Treat I, yourself. Yeah, I was having a bit of a hissy fit at the hospital. And the doctors, I, was, I just threw me toys out of the cot again. I was not having it. <laughs> and the doctor, I remember coming to, I was like, I wanted to leave. And I woke up to the discharge papers on my chest. And I was like, yes, get out of here. Started walking. 45 minute drive home was just screaming <laughs> in agony. <laughs> Maybe I should have stayed there. Should have stayed yeah, should have. I was comfortable. I was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all day sitting there thinking, I want to eat something. I ate something, threw it all up. Threw it up? Yeah. Oh, good times. Buddy, um, I like, you know, like, like with this show, what I do is I try and get people on from all walks of life. And I like to like you know, having a pro fisherman on because a lot of my listeners are digger drivers, truck drivers. They don't know what, what the world is like, you know, in the yeah, way, that that side in, of it. way yeah, of that yeah, industry. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're walking to Woolworths and they just see the fish in the fucking, in the where window. That's yeah. where they came from, you know. Like, what you just do is, is pretty strenuous work, isn't it? Like, I um, I got the opportunity, like, I, I refitted out a uh, pro fisherman's uh, reel boat. Oh, so yeah, had a big, reel, big, yeah, yeah. had a big reel boat on the front, you know. And I did uh, put two new um, Tuatu 90s on it, full rewire, and we set up this fucking hydraulic reel. with a Honda pump, ran the hydraulic motor and, and done the reel. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they're up the top of... Um, they're up in the Gulf, so they're in the Coleman River. And um, he said, oh, you know, come up. Come up and test all with me. So I was like, fuck you, you know. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I went up to this Coleman River and to this fishing camp. 
And fuck me, man. They live at Rafe. Eh? Oh, live, it's a different world. It is you a different world, it. mate. You? It's a different world, but it's like so normal to them. I'm like, fuck, you are roughing it. Fishing camp on the side of this fucking muddy river. Um, generator runs 24-7. They had a snap freezer, big freezers. Um, they had the real boat. And I just had a heap of normal fucking tenders like yourself and the old buddy running out nets and doing barrow fishing. And he goes, come on, I'm going to get the shoals, I'm going to run a net. And this is the first time I've ever seen um, like a net, how a net works. Yeah. You know, like I remember going down, like I had my boat up there and I was just barrow fishing every day. And I remember going past him one day and he's pulling a net in and he's over the side of the boat, he's both hands, he's lugging his fucking net in and it's full of barrel. Just barrel yeah. for fucking days. I'm like, holy fucking hell, that's insane. And then we went out on that real boat. We ran out, I don't know how many fucking hundred meters in that or whatever it was, and um, ran all the net out just on floats, and then we just went fucking bottom fishing, which is fucking Yeah, dirty. yeah, it's, it's fun. Something yeah. to do while you're waiting. Yeah, yeah, catching awesome fucking fish while bottom fishing. Goes, right, let's pull the net. So we go back, he fires the reel up, and the, you know, the net's coming in over the fucking front of the boat, winding onto this reel. Next minute, fucking fish, like just... Just out of control. More more fish coming over the fucking front of that boat that can count in the, in the minute, you know, like and he's got a screwdriver in his hand, big screwdriver, and he's just fucking prying fish out of the net, flat yeah, out. Using it as a hook. They, yeah. They pull the mesh off him. Pull yeah, the mesh yeah, off yeah, him. Yeah. And he's just flat out. And um, I'm watching, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? I said, That's how you feed the world. That's how you catch bulk fucking and fish. And did you ever go up pulling one out? Yeah, the net. Yeah. It ain't fucking easy, yeah. man. <laughs> it's an amazing part of it. They eh? are in that net, eh? It's amazing to watch how quick someone can do it. With it was insane. Precision. To insane. The point Man, where this bug was a machine. I'll be there for like an hour trying to get the fish out. There's yeah. only one way to learn. You've got to sit there for them hours. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it's like you can do it with your eyes closed. Yep. Flick, flick, mouth, flick, flick. Uh, and then before I know it, I'm just sitting there. I'm just fucking filming the whole thing. I'm sitting there and I'm swimming in fish. Like they're just all on the floor of the boat. Just fish for fucking days. And it was unreal to watch. Eh? It was so cool. It's cool. You see it from that point of view. Then you see it's oh, this is fun. We're caught eating fish. And it's like, Fuck, we've got to fill it this, yep. we've got to process this, we've got to ice this, we've got to pack it, we've got yep. to snap freeze it, get it all ready. Yeah, so when then we, we did that, so we ended up going back, you know, back into the camp and like I sound like you go into this fucking camp on the side of a river, but they got the big generator there. When we were there, a B double, a BP B double turned up. Well you drive across salt flats to get to yeah. this fucking camp. And we're there and this fucking fucking B double from BP rolls in just to fuel the camp up. Fuel up all the diesel. Like, holy fucking hell, this is insane. All the infrastructure you got to have. The things don't you don't have think do of. The things no. you just do not think. You think, oh, I'll just go to work. It's like, oh, I need fuel. I need ice. I need freezers. I no. need that. And they are literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was nuts, eh? Fuck. And um, we were sitting there and, like, watching them fill it. How quick. Incredible. You know, like, you I thought, like, I'm, I'm alright, Philly. Well, you watch these guys, like, oh, let's, let's go watch over here. Because you would not pick a knife or you embarrass yourself. Do you want me to put them in the portions, in the little packets? Do you want me to do that? I'm yeah. not touching the knife. Mate, nah. insane watching the, like, uh, there was a, a husband and wife, and what, even, like, I reckon the wife was better. Just yeah. watching her fill up these fish was something fucking magical, eh? I've come across it. The women in the industry, they're more particular, so they put more effort into it. Yeah. The men are, you know, they'll push it, they'll rush it. Yeah, they're yeah. Women, they'll fill it something perfect, they'll mend a net better, like... Yeah, yeah. Finding a woman in the industry is pretty impossible. Yeah, I don't, anyway, I don't say there'd be many of them, man. Some of them look probably more like a bloke than me, but, yeah. you know, he's a bit <laughs> yeah. hardened, but hey. But you know what's cool? Like, they done all that, but, like, all the... The, the setup they had for the filleting was all nice stainless benches. There was constant running water because we're right beside the creek. Yeah. So it's just constant salt water running you know, from a pump. And then, like, the snap freeze and the boxes and all. Like, then they put in the boxes. 
and um, it looks so fucking professional. Like you, you swear you're in a beautiful warehouse in Melbourne. The way the product come out the end. Well, you got to have like safe food. You'd think, oh, you're in the middle of nowhere. It's like, well, I've got to have stainless steel bench tops. Everything's got to be disinfected. Yeah. Everything. You can't have fires. You can't have nothing because it's all human over grade it, man. food. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's like you're in the middle of the sticks, and that's pretty much a professional kitchen. But you look at them like, <laughs> oh. I'm not trying to fucking stereotype this, but you look at them like they're gonna cut corners. They're gonna be fucking rough yeah. as guts. But when it come down to the filleting. And the boxing, it was professional as fuck, and we're in the middle of nowhere. I love it, yeah, though. The way I look at it is you can look at a fisherman and like, oh, they're rough. Yeah. But if you look at their boats and their gear and their stuff, and it's like, that's nice. He's good at what he does. Yeah. yeah. He's rough as guts, got a beat-up shit box and a boat that's just destroyed. Doesn't put pride into it. Doesn't put, like, the money back into it. Yeah, it doesn't get fucked. It's, yep. it's a lifestyle. Like, you know, you can run it like a business, or you can do it as a lifestyle. Like, a lot of people just, you know... Oh, yeah, made $1,000 this week, like this day, I'm going to have two weeks off. Yeah. And yeah. then two weeks later, because it's fortnightly pays, it's like, oh, I'm broke, can't even afford fuel. Yeah. But, you know, put back into it. Like, always, you always put back into your business to grow it. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's a fucking awesome industry, man. And, like, I've, I'm glad I got the opportunity to, to look at it the way I did. Because I would have just continued to grow up that young cunt where it's like, fucking pro fish yeah. with your dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Rapists and pillage in this river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've copped it all. It was funny, eh? Like you know, you're talking about big hours and that, and just how um how tired you get. So that day, me mate said, "Come on, get in the boat, and I'll take you out to the shoals and run this net." So we get in, and he's just—he looks fried. He's just fucked. Yeah, it was been, exhaustion. Yeah, it's exhaustion. Like, exhaustion. It's physical yeah. work, yeah. eh? Pulling these nets, and um, we get in. He goes, "Right, let's go," and he's wah on these fucking twin nineties. I'm like, oh, what the kind are you doing? And like, we're going further up the bank. And he's like, and he's looking over his shoulder, like fucking, you know, trying, trying to, trying to back off. Oh, what the fuck? And he's shaking all this. Like, Troy, you got the cunts in forward. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just like that delirious. Yeah, because you're that yeah. out of it. You're out just, of it, man. You're done. Out of it. He's yeah. like, oh, fuck. He's <laughs> just setting us up the bank. You push yourself to a breaking point. Yeah. But like... You love it. You gotta love it to do it. It's like anything kind of thing. Like I've been there delirious where you have to pull over and like walk around the car coming home from work. But it's like I love what I do kind of thing. Yeah, go yeah. home, go to sleep, go again. But yeah, fuck you break some shit. So I got a I got a mate up in LA and he's um he lo- he lives and breathes fishing. He's a he's a con uh, a block layer by trade, but yeah. lives and breathes fishing. So he went and started doing times on the pro fishing boats. Anyway, um he would go. They were up in the top, north, up in the top end. They they go out three, four weeks at a time. Yeah, out, yeah, out yeah. Water. Big trips, big yeah. trips. Yeah. And uh, when he come home, man, he would come home, back to Ellie Beach. Hey, mum, dad, how you going? Getting his fucking tin and go fishing. <laughs> Loved it, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, another one, another one was when I was an apprentice and I was doing my marine, marine trade. We had the Spoko truck come around every day. And we had one of the pro boats in at the time, and McBride um, there with his big real boat, and working on his boat, and he was there, and the fucking smoko truck turns up, so I'm in line, and Brian's in front of me, gets, oh, I've got a piece of fish, thanks. <laughs> like, I said, you did not just order a piece of fish. Oh, I fucking love it, Dan, I oh, fucking love it, he reckons. <laughs> fucking pro fisherman, order a piece of fish off the fucking smoko truck. I'm on that picky. You won't see me ordering fish. No, nah. no, uh, especially when you know where it comes from half the time. Yeah, well, I know it's fresh and where it's come from, hundred percent. 
But, you know, you go buy something from Woolworths and it's like... And they oh, say it's Red Emperor. You know it's not a Red Emperor. Oh, yeah, Ocean Perch. What variety of perch are we yeah. eating, you know? Yeah. Product of Indonesia. Yeah. Fuck. That's a mate of mine, he's a butcher. He's the same. He fucking won't order steak. We'll go out. Fuck that guy. It's fucking not good enough for when, me. When you see it from the other side, yeah, yeah. you like that. And I could take it. You go to shops and I'm like looking at fish and chips. I'm like, that's rotten. That's a couple of weeks old. That's been frozen three times. Yeah, like, it was the same. We picked yeah. the fucking guts out. It's like, can't just eat the steak, would you? No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is not not my, up to my standard. Yeah. I'm a picky cunt. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pro fisherman, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't eat my prawns unless they're a day old. Any older, no, no thanks. Actually, Godfather was the same. Was that cunt bringing us some prawns? <laughs> so actually, I didn't think <laughs> that was good. I'd pick this up yeah. some on the way. I didn't think the fucking ass. Give me a discount while I'm there. Bloody, um, you know, like another thing I've found... In that world, I don't know if it's like so much where you are down there, but we're up there on the top end, and um, there was these other big pro fishing camp, but they're on their boats. They had three boats parked beside each other. Now they're at the mouth of the Carmen River. They've actually just done a fucking documentary. Golf. The golf. Thing. Have that. you seen it? I wanted to go do it. My mum says to me, she goes, I want you to go do that. You would fucking give them all a run for the money out there. But have, did you see the documentary yeah, the about murder. the murder? Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, <laughs> that, that camp I was at, they were at only probably 500 metres down from that camp. Yeah. That's where they were. And I went down and they had this huge big rope that came off their boat and they scratched this rope probably out, oh, probably 80 metres. Big, big fucking rope right out to a float. It was like a sign to say, don't go near our fucking boats. Yeah. You know? Don't go near our camps. Yeah. Like, but just float in the middle of the mouth of the river. Anyway, my old man was just a fuck with the time. He's always been a fuck with And he, um, he was, fuck these cunts. And he, he drove under their rope. Oh, yeah. How'd that go for you? So, the next day, so, we had, so then nothing sort of happened from that. Um, but then every afternoon we'd bring the boat back to camp and we'd anchor the tinny out in the middle of the creek. So I had more, uh, moorings out there on the floats. And we'd just hook our fuck, we had a 15-foot tinny. And we'd bloody hook it onto that. And then we'd use one of the pro boats to go in and out to our, from yeah, our boat. Yeah, like a tender. Yeah, a little tender. Anyway, we fucking went out the next day. Went over to get our tinny and it's just running. The did, t- they, did they tilt it up at least? No. Usually they lift the leg out, sit their red line and cook oh. them. They do that all yeah. the time. Yeah, the boat was just running. yeah. And we are tripping fucking balls. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is island away. It fucking must have run all night, hey? Yeah, yeah. And like, and anyway, we told, we told um, the camp that was saying that, like, what well, the fuck a boat? And I goes, you didn't go near those boats down near the mouth, did you? And we're like, oh, yeah, we might have. <laughs> he goes, you fucking idiots. That's what they fucking do. <laughs> Well, you're lucky they didn't tilt it up. Usually, I've seen a few do it over the years. They get your motor and they trim it up straight out of the water and sit there redlining it and cook it. It's a different world up there, man. Oh, yeah, and there's a lot of politics. There is, like, man. like, man, I own this area, I own that. And happens down our way, like, pretty badly. Like, I've been rammed. Like, yeah? Yeah, like, proper rammed. Over crabbing grounds kind of thing, like, keeping out of areas. I was like 17 at the time and well, doing a crab trap and I watched the boat go past, another fisherman, whatever. We had a bit of a dis- dispute the day before over just crabbing areas or whatever. And all I kind of remember is I'm sitting there tying a crab, looking down, I look up and just see the front of a punt come straight over me. 
Full noise. 45 kilometers an hour, pretty much. Bang. And they landed straight on top of our boat and stopped. And um, so I lent down. So I was leaning down, and we had two meter be um, 800 high. 12 mil rear bar trap sitting beside me like as a barrier because we're moving our gear across like away from everyone away from the drama we're over it like yep. you lose gear you fight and it's just a joke well then them trap they hit them traps folded them into like a puddle and that took the brunt of the thing I'll never forget like I kind of come out of it looked at me my brother's in front of me and I was seeing him just crying he thought I was dead and um petrified him took him about a good three years before he'd ever go on the river lane again Fuck and um, yeah. old mate ended up going to jail for attempted murder on it. Got yeah? charged, yeah, he got done for that, yeah. Attempted murders? That- yeah. Yeah. It was pretty hectic. And that was like, that was my introduction. That was the <laughs> Welcome third, to fishing, that was the, yeah, second or third year of fishing. So, yeah, got me boat caved in. And- so what? He, and he was fine. When you came to, what, what happened once you come to? Oh, well, he grabbed the gaff and was swinging it at us. He was still going it? Yeah. Oh, mate, he was... Going off like a headless fucking snake. Uh, yeah, he was. It was pretty crazy. Ended up like that was back in the what we I call the cowboy era. It was a lot before they did a re- restructure where a lot of people like anyone could have kind of like leased in a business at the time. So there was just all these Joe blows off the street that would come in, didn't give a fuck about the resource, rape and pillage, which is what everyone sees, yeah, yeah. and just fuck it. And they were fighting over turf and shit just went crazy. And then we did a restructure. It was like the worst thing to happen for our commercial sector. Where in 2015 they restricted us. Went from unlimited crabs. Like you're allowed to catch as many crabs as you want. 1,450 kilo each year on license. Fuck so it. we got a quota. And it's like, oh, limited days of netting. Like I was allowed to work. Like if I needed two boxes of crab bait, I'd just go down the river and go to work. And, you know, shoot shoot some fish in, catch them, and I've got my crab bait for the week. Well, they gave me 90 days for the year. Yeah, shit. Yeah, it completely upended everything. It's like you had to question everything you had to do. You had to plan everything before you had to go. If you logged, like, a day to go to work, you had to work. Yeah. Because you can't get that day back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had to stockpile a fuckload of bait. Yeah, yes. literally, we went and put massive 20-ton freezer rooms in. And yep. when when we go to work, fill them. Like, you've got to catch as much to fill them to prepare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the best crab bait? Anything, honestly, but blackfish down our way is probably the best. Blackfish? Blackfish to go to. Yeah. But uh, we do a lot of mullet, like a lot of mullet. You think crabs actually give a fuck what the bait is? Yeah, well, I love watching you Queenslanders use chicken frames. Right, chicken frames. Yeah, chicken roo. Frame, fucking roo, fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Fresh fish. Fucking some Saves so much money on that. Some folks just go and get um, like tuna tins, just poke hole in the tuna tin. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just going to interrupt this episode, guys, to let you guys know that at checkout on the aemanstore.com, if you put in Blind Man Dan as the code, bang, 10% off. Fellas, go and check it out, aemanstore.com. Make yourself look beautiful in a fucking rugged man kind of way. So fucking, I think what people realise is the amount of cost involved in what you do too. So like these permits, you were talking earlier, like when you were bloody 15 or 16, you went and bought that permit. What was that 170 grand each, so 70,000 each. 140 grand for that permit. Yeah. So can someone just go buy a fucking permit today? I'm going to be a pro fisherman tomorrow. I'm going to go buy a permit. No, you got to buy an existing one from someone else. So they're not making them anymore? No, nah, stop making them mid-1950s or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, it's kind of sad because I will say it's a dying industry. It's pretty much with the older fishermen, nobody young will ever be able to buy into it. No one, there's never going to be an up and comer. Like, unless you're going to get your dad to mortgage his house and give you 500 grand to have the bare minimum. But then you got running costs of boats and gear like that. It's it's sad to say it's a dying industry and no fishermen are arrogant assholes. They're not gonna teach someone else to come in to take over their reign until they're dead, but it goes with them. Like But do you think I've had this discussion a few few times on different shows now, is that do you think there's gonna be anyone that's gonna fucking want to? I have a lot of like a lot of interest. Like a lot of people do come up to me a lot. Younger fellas on top. Younger fellas, yeah. They lot there's a lot of young fellas that do wanna do it. Like mad keen fish shows that wanna like do it commercially, like understanding the mindset of, you know, you're a recreational fisher, you might catch a fair bit of fish, but there's a whole different dynamic to it. You've got to like look at it from a whole different way and that's probably a hard way to like for them to understand. But even if they did have the willpower and that, no one's gonna sell. Companies have bought 90% of all our, like, shares and, like, endorsements and businesses down our way. And, you know, they'll offer them to you for a 30% cut. But then you com- you're coming into it with no knowledge, no yeah. nothing. You're going to bust your ass. I've watched more people go broke than ever make it fishing. Yeah? I've watched people lose everything constantly. And they'll come in and go, oh, look how much money you make, rah, rah, rah. And just bust their ass. And... Bankrupt, pretty much. What are they doing wrong? You've got to live, breathe the river to the point where you've got to obsess over it. You've got to like want to understand everything. You've got to understand moon phases and just tides and just seasonal changes. Like people might think, oh man, I'm going to come in and I'm going to make a million bucks catching one species. But they don't realise when they're catching them species, that price, that fish is worth nothing because everyone's catching it. Yeah, you got to catch them on the odd time, the off time. It's hard to catch them, but when it's hard to catch them, you got to know how to catch so them. So that's when it makes you a good fisherman. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to know how to do it in that way. Like, and then determining like you can give anyone a, a net off the street and go go put it in a river, and they're going to catch a tree. Ninety nine percent of people are going to catch a tree. Yeah, and that's a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not something like it's. There's no real, like, manual to it. You've just got to, like, you've got to brunt it. Like, I did six years. I had a head start. I had everything given to me, like, knowledge-wise. I honestly fucking destroyed so much money worth of stuff. Yeah. And I, I can sit back and go, yeah, about six years of going complete broke. Like, if you're a young fellow with a mortgage and you're coming into it and you're like, yeah, right, I'm going to start fishing, you're going to lose everything. Yeah, fuck you're going to lose ev- You're going to actually fuck everything you've tried to work for. Like, you can work under somebody, but then when that person, like, you can work with them and they can train you up and that, very rare, very rare. Won't happen too often. But even when they pass on or die, like, and you get a chance to buy the license, you'll never have the money to. That's the reality to it. Like, it's a dying industry because the knowledge is going with the old arrogant fishermen that won't teach the new generation, but the new generation will never have the money to come forward. Yep. And... And overnight, we can just lose it. Like, if you really, like, go into it. And when they, lost fishing is fucking gambling, eh? Oh, it's gambling. I'm like, you're not guaranteed to catch fish, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fishing. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm a chronic gambler, so I love going to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, problematic. I love it. It's like flicking a, flicking a coin. So, oh, I could go to work. I could lose 500 bucks. Could make 500 bucks. Yeah. You've got to be consistent. 
you got to live and eat and breathe it pretty much. you just got to keep going. You might go to work three days in a row, make nothing. The next day, you might make two grand. But you got to go the next day just in case because you might make yeah. nothing. you got to yeah. keep the ball rolling. Like, yeah. keep persistently Do going. Do not slack off. And constantly change. Like, a lot of people get stuck in their ways. Like, oh, so-and-so taught me how to do it this way. And I was like, why do you do it that way, though? And look at it from a different perspective. Always look outside of the box kind of thing. Always constantly try to adapt to change. Like, why are them fish acting that way? What, what, look around yourself. Like, why are you out there? Like, what's the wind direction doing? What's, what's the temperature like? What's the cloud cover like? What's the moon phase and all that? And you learn. You constantly learn. Yeah. Every day is a school day. Pretty much. You, and if you ever get to the point where you go, oh, I know everything, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're an absolute dickhead. I won't even waste my time. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's explain to the, um, to the listeners of how a fucking net fishing works. Right? So until I went up to that fucking fishing camp up at the top end, I had no fucking idea how they done it. So up there, I don't know how you do it, but up there, Mangrove Creek, if they're fishing for barra, yeah. Mangrove Creek, they tied it to the mangroves and then ran it out. Yeah. Into the centre of the creek. So they go across the front of the mouth, creek? No, they even, they were like up. They're not allowed to buy law to actually bank to bank them anywhere. It wasn't bank to bank, yeah, but they like were like this. up the creek, yeah. tied to one end of the bank to the mangroves yeah. and then just run it out for halfway yeah. or a few, yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. X amount of metres out from that. And did you leave the net, come back to it, or when, you stayed on it? Um, when we did the uh, the one out of the shoals, where we just ran net, we're in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. We just ran this net out, and then we sort of, I don't know if we could see it, but we just left it when bottom fished. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I honestly I couldn't tell you up there. They were, But I remember going down the creek one day, and I was watching watching him pull the barrow in, and he had the net tied to the mangroves, and it came out. Sort of like a third of the way into the into the creek. Yep. Is that how you do it? Or? So, changes. Same, like, similar. We do do similar. But um, we have got more, way harsher rules and regulations down our way. See, through the months of um, summer months, 45-minute splash only, it's called. So, if I go out to work, say, for instance, I'm running along a sand flat, I see some fish so i quickly throw me weight and i do a loop around them bang the boat scare it up i'm not allowed to leave that net for longer than 45 minutes and it's got to be a continuous operation because it's too warm the fish will go rotten so it has to be completely continuous once february comes i'm allowed to do a three hour set which we're allowed as like is a different type of thing where you can run your net out and you're allowed to leave it for three hours but then you've got to continually pull it in you can reset it for three hours, but you've got to retrieve the net and place it back out. The rules and regulations in that, though, you cannot block a channel in any form. There must be a gap of, like, 50 metres minimum on one side of the channel. So you can't just go run straight up and cross the river. Mm. You cannot do that. And uh, the net must be marked on both ends with big boys, where it marks them and shows them where they are. And then once we roll into um, June, we're allowed to overnight set which is a very controversial thing in right. our way. So you're allowed call to... Months, yeah, call the months because the fish go rotten. It's yeah, pointless yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. But every kind of region, because we're region divided, like certain regions are allowed to do certain types of set and a bit different. Like it's all different between everywhere along. But um, yeah, it pretty much comes to winter, we're allowed to overnight set. I do not set much. I find it boring, repetitive. I can't fucking wake up early in the morning, honest to God. That's the honest truth. Wake up in winter, 
in, in nine degrees of fucking coldness. <laughs> yeah, that's not living. I fucking hate it. That is not living. Yeah. I find the more game for me is to hunt the fish kind of thing. Search them out. Look for them. Drive along. But there's even like so much more to that too. You can't just, you know, drive around shining a spotlight in front of you. Fish are smart. They'll drop straight to the bottom. So you got to drive along and look to the side of the boat while running your spotlight slightly, not directly at them and just see the shimmer. But then when they they shimmer and jump, you got to look at the size of them before because you're always just restricted on sizes of net. Oh, there could be thousands of fish. They're too small. Yeah, straight through it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it gives your brain like mental mind game. It's like, oh, shit, look at that big black Ripley ball of fish. Race over there. Ten other people will try to shoot it. They're going to go through the net. Yeah. Oh, they're just flat tail mullet. They're, they're, nothing. It's hilarious like that. So are, you, are you running different size nets? Constantly, constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Have you so, got to be in the boat with you? No, nah, I'll pick for the night. Okay. So, for instance, seasonal, like, between certain times of the year, pretty much from winter, I'll run the bigger size net, which is for bigger mullet, blackfish, brim, and that, because that season's on that time. And then I'll swap over to, coming onto the warmer months, I'll swap to the smaller size net, because it's the whiting run. But then I'll get smaller, like, mullet as well, because I can wholesale, sell them to shops where they get fish and chips, rah, rah, rah. And... You know, I might just be doing something, driving along and be like, crab trapping or something, or I was just school a big mullet, or I'm going to go home and get the bigger net. And every single thing's distinguished by sizes of net. There's only, like, the smallest net we're allowed to use doesn't even catch a legal whiting. It catches a whiting, like, down our way that's, like, 32 centimetres. It's 27 legal. Yeah. We're not allowed to use small net down there because it's too destructive. We're not allowed to use mono. Do you know you use your mono net? You yeah, use yeah, mono yeah. We've got to use multi-mono. It's what? an old rule. It's just an old rule. Never a multi-mono. Yeah, so I've got multi-mono. You would have used mono. Mono is a single strand of fishing line. Yeah, yeah. Multi-mono is multiple strands of fishing line. To form a net. Net, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's multiple. They're in weaving like a strand, but it, it's multiple. Yeah. And all that from what I've gathered over the years is someone, you know, 50 years ago, set one of them caught a platypus in a mono net, so they banned mono in New South Wales. Yeah. They completely yeah. banned it. No, no more. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of overnight, yeah. And um, all right. So hang on. So you, so you you'll run a loop. So if you, so you drop it and then what? Go out like that, big loop, and come back. Well, that's the mental mind game. That's really cool because like we where we come from, there's heaps of oyster racks where there's runs of oysters in posts, and you've got to know the memory of every single one of them racks so you can. Throw your net, do a loop, come back and shoot it and get them closed in because the fish will run straight out. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible to watch in peak, say, mullet season, shoot a school of fish in a rack. You watch my father and you'd be like, how the fuck did you do that? The oyster farmers come out and go, holy shit, you can manoeuvre our racks better than we can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but like, there's also a mental mind game. You could be going down the river. And you're like, right, we're gonna go. We're chasing mullet. We're chasing broom. We're chasing something, whatever. You just go along and you fuck around. You're like tidal influence. You can't shoot the net certain times because you catch trees, rah rah. You might see the biggest school of fish of your life, and you have to bite your tongue. Yeah. Because if you throw that weight, you could destroy thousands of dollars a net. But it's like a risk. Yeah. But then I could catch tens of thousands of fish. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, you rip the hell out of your net. Yeah. But you get excited. The adrenaline kicks. You're like, holy fuck, throw it. And she's like, let's catch him. Oh, shit. It's a two-meter run out tide. Me net's a kilometer down that way and a big ball rolled up with trees, logs, and crap. And you're just sitting there going, fucking hell. Yeah. What have I done? 
But yeah, you got to really like control yourself at times. Like you're excited, and that would make a long day. Oh, weeks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> They yeah. roll up into a big mess of crap, and you've got to individually pull it out because a stick will go through it and roll it all up in a big ball, and you've got to then pull it all out. I've seen, um, I've seen you do snaps and that, and I've watched you. You've had it stringed out in your backyard or whatever, like oh, between trees. and That's stuff. me constantly fixing them. Yeah, I'm right. really rough on them. Yeah. But that's trying to work all night when you should really work in between tides kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You can, there is places you can work, but sometimes you just got to hope to God it just doesn't wash. 99% of the time it does. Yeah. You just get good with a needle and it's cutting diamonds. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, if I put as much effort as I did to ma- managing, mending a net, I would have fucking <laughs> probably been a scientist at this point. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do when you have to, when you can't afford to do it, anything else. So a few um, a few questions like followers have got in the way of uh, pro fishermen was, one was, let's see, um, what is the fucking outboard on one side of the transom? So... Everybody asks this fucking question. Oh, obviously. It's a very common one. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's always always like, oh, does your boat turn funny? Like, it does not affect no, it. No, it does not change If you see on any of my photos, you'll see there's a post beside the outboard. That's just so when the net's loaded in the middle of the boat, it shoots out and it doesn't come into the outboard. Yeah. It just gives it a clear way kind of thing. Yeah. If not, you could go reverse it out, but you lose all your speed in reverse yeah, and reverse yeah. it. And it's more fast and efficient kind of thing. It's crazy how you can put the airboard on one side, it doesn't change fucking anything about that. But if, you, if you do that, cut the keel off as well, you can drift them, like yeah. mental. And yeah, it's a good way to ride a boat off. Yeah. And nearly hit other boats, you can cut a corner, and because they've got nothing on them, they just skip along like, like a disc. Yeah. It scares the hell out of you. It's fucking good times. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I end up putting keels on my boats, more safe. Did you? More safe. Yeah. So I see you got, um, I was actually going to ask, I see you got one built. Uh, was it a couple of years ago now, I guess? Yeah, I got that one built, yeah, Amber. Yeah. To replace the old one. The old one, when I started fishing, it was an old, rust, corroded piece of shit. I think it was 30 years old when I had it, and I had it for seven years at the time. and got a new one. So yeah. watch how you got that built, and it's fucking very... Basic. Yeah, to yeah. the point where all the ribbing and everything... Did, but did you purposely do that? Yeah, so catches. Your net can't catch anything. You've got to make everything net, we call it net friendly. Like I get mates jumping your boat and you're like, what well, the wait, fuck wait, don't you have a rod holder? It's like, no, but it yeah, it's net. like there's a no sight, no gunnels. Yeah, nothing. nothing. It's all open. open. Just open as fuck, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it's because if you add more stuff to it, you've got to make it. It's more tough than it. And then barrel. the reality is, like, the aluminium's not as good as it, like it used to be. If you cover the aluminium floor, water gets under, electrolysis. Oh, fucked it. And with these days, you've got to put like foam in a lot of the boats. They're five year lifespan. Yep. As soon as you put foam in five years. Fucks it. People just buy them five years from away. Five years from away. Never buy a boat that's got foam in it after five, but ten years. are your boats in survey? They are under an ex- They were under an exemption, um, grandfather clause. Oh, yeah. I, I just, if you want to have a mad laugh, I just got my licence last year. Been fishing, what, 12 years? <laughs> licence for what? Uh, coxswains. Oh, you're joking? I'm not joking. I used to do some good runners. You just ran the gauntlet. They just assumed at this you point. They, they just assumed, <laughs> yeah. eh? It's like, oh, hey, Billy, how you going? I've sat there at the boat ramp talking to water cops and was like, talking them for ages. And, oh, hey, you going, mate? I've got my I'm just talking them dead set for the fact that I don't have my safety gear. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, and they're like, yeah, more they're, I talk to them, more they're like yeah, me. They might like, leave me alone. Yeah, he's just pretty good. Like, we do get along. Like, I've never had to call them to help me ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never had any. I've, I haven't had ma- many run-ins with him at all, like, yeah. for anything. It no, really we, surprised we, me. Yeah, it does. To, to be honest. Oh, back in the day, actually, we did have one. We 
redo on an island in the middle of the river and it's got a big cabin on it. And we're taunting him. I was being a bit of a dick. <laughs> and he <laughs> pulls up. You. He pulls up the boat. Right? He pulls up at the island thing, the water police officer, and he's like, which one's Billy? And mates just go, all right. He goes, all right, I'm just waiting here to drug test you and breathalyze you as soon as you go off this island, you can't. <laughs> and he waited and waited. I sat there for eight hours. I was drunk as hell. I wasn't... And the thing is, I lose my, lose my boat drive's license. I lose my car license. Yeah, I lose yeah. everything. Like, they were locked. Yeah. And because all they were doing, men and boys were just drinking, having fun, and we're on this island. Everyone fishes around it in boats. And these on a jet ski, and we're just, like, drinking. And say, oh, I'll leave the poor cunts alone. There's been tosses. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Like, honestly, honestly didn't deserve it. <laughs> and then a couple of months later, I ended up running into him. He, he drug tested me and breathalyzed me, and he's like, oh, was it that hard? I was like, yeah, well, we had a good Mexican standoff for a couple of hours anyway, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like, left the island? Uh, well, me mate had a 1200 jet ski and it was a no-wake zone. He goes, well, I got your bill. And I was like, yeah, what are you going to do? And he goes, oh, mate, this tank can't take him for a run, you know, can't take him for a chase. <laughs> he gets on his jet ski, blind is blind. Gets you out of there. No, he lines up, old mate, on that. Water police one just drives them flat out and then turns at the end last minute. Yeah. Ch- chase off, chasing him off. Chase them. And I'm just like, see you later, I'm free to go. (laughs) (laughs) He was so off it at that. And I was, because it wasn't like, I was really hungover. I remember I got around the corner and there's like, there's all these, because we know all the channels, all the little creeks, and then I cut through a back creek. And I I remember I got halfway through it and I know he could have went around the other end if he'd seen me. And I was just sitting there in the dead heat, just throwing my guts up. I was hungover as hell. And I thought, is this really worth it? Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of stopped it after that. They never called me mate, eh? I was amazed at that. He's, legend has it, he's still going today. Yeah, it wasn't his jet ski, either. it was his mate. The other fellas, they didn't give a fuck. He was flogging it. I'll be out of here. But, so, but for, what should you snatch? You, you're fucking wild. You're fucking wild, man. Like, you piss, jugs, nangs. <laughs> I fucking watched some wild shit bunch. Yeah. Are you, are you still that wild fucking man or what? Nah. Uh, so, like, I was wild about three, four years ago. I'll say I grew up too fast, got into working too much, and then finally got back to reality kind of thing. Kind of missed out on everything, played catch-up. Fuck, I caught up. But it caught up with me kind of Fuck, thing. Fuck, mate, you were... It was fucking wild to watch. Yeah, I know. I remember waking up one morning, and it's like I have just did a Snapchat story of tattooing my dick on my bull bar. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, what the... F- I've got family on here. Was yeah. All I was thinking, I was like, yeah. Or we yeah. wake up in Gold Coast and we're like, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah, that happened a few times and it was it was good and fun. Mixed between a couple of like bad breakups and just not coping with shit and just just being an idiot. But like, it never went too extreme. It fucking went extreme. Yeah, I did pass out and get hospitalised three times. <laughs> it went fucking extreme. Yeah. So you made the news, Billy. Which time? I've been <laughs> on the news several times. Oh, uh, tell us tell us the best time you fucking made the news. Oh, I know the one that everyone wants to hear about. The one, the shark. I don't know. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, it's legal yeah, these you, days. It's you... legal these days, isn't it? Yeah. Mate, yeah. This, this show's open for all. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> So what happened with the shark? Uh, I, can, I can play by play that life, that whole scenario actually. Right. So me and me mate, we had the idea for a, a year. I had a, So when I originally made fried fish, and I had a bloke, he worked for me. The guy 
he was against commercials for ages. He was a bit of a he was a tosser, Blake. You can hear it <laughs> anyway. And um, he worked with me, and honestly, he was an overpaid Uber driver. <laughs> He'd come to work with me, get paid a heap of money, drive me everywhere. He was the one that. Oh yeah, you want to go to Newcastle? Yeah, here's a company car. Let's go, and we're just going mad benders, and he's just getting paid. Well, he's really running our lives. But he was working with me, and we just—he'd come up with ideas. Like we made fried fishing as a shit take. Like we were always wild, but we never filmed it. And we—we we did a video one day. It was actually when it snowed. Like it snowed where we like inland from where we were, and we're like, "Fuck, let's go to the snow." And my mates with me, and he goes, "You won't do a nude run." And I was like, "Fuck off, idiot. You reckon I won't?" And I was, "Geed up." Did a nude run and dived into a golf course hole. And it made the news. And um, I'll never forget, everyone was ringing me up. Was that fucking you? Was that fucking you? Then, yeah. And that, that pulled, pulled like, I think, 800,000 views. And then we're like, fuck, we have to make it up. Because we posted that to a storm chasing page. We're like, yeah, we're chasing the storm, boys. Yeah. We're not even drunk. We're not yeah. even anything. We're just like, nah, we'll do that. And that, it was being Billy. <laughs> that, that created that. And then me mate's like, well, we've got to make a page because you're just an idiot. And I'm going to fucking document you because it's funny as hell. And we started doing that. And then we got to, like, the incident, we'll call it, the night of. And I always wanted to do it, because that song, we all know that baby shark song. Oh, God, yeah. It was everywhere. And I, mean, I remember saying to me, mate, at work, and like, I was like, fuck, we can put a twist on it, we can smoke a bong out of a shark. And like, <laughs> and, but that thing sat there for six months. Like, we sat there thinking for six months on it. We're like, nah. And we, we tried doing it once. Hysterically laughed. The whole time, we just... <laughs> We're in hysterics laughing. And then we finally did it again like six months later. And like we did it, took three or four takes. We're in hysterics. And then I remember I scheduled posted it for like nine in the morning because, you know, you got to get that yeah. early morning yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. yeah, scheduled post. Finished work like four and I'm thinking, yeah, right, eh? It's fucking, it's, a, it's an unwritten rule. Like it's a pretty common rule. Don't wake me up before one. 10.30 rolls around. My phone's just ringing off the hook. It's going off its fucking head. And I'm thinking, what have I done? The shit has hit the fan. My brother rings me up and goes, have you looked at your fucking page? I'm thinking, no. I don't really care. I'm going back to sleep. Phone rings again. What do you want? He goes, you have to delete it. It's really bad image for the... It's a really bad like look for the commercial industry. And I was like, I'm in a recreational boat. Fuck off. <laughs> Hang up again. Ring up again. It's like, oh, it's a different person. I'm thinking fuck, this is DPI. And I was like, what do you want? And he goes, I get along with them really well, like the, the fisheries officers. Yeah. And he's like, Billy, can you not? Like, I, I can't do anything. But for fuck's sake, we're sick of these phone calls. I'm over it. And I'm like, whatever. Hung up. Whatever. That was a pretty good call. Hung up, like, because there's nothing they could do. Like, whatever. And then all the big pages kind of took it off like you know uni lad all them fucking they took it they took it it went everywhere it went viral it was like 1.8 million clicks on that page in one day because you was using your shark as a bong yeah yeah <laughs> I know I remember it was like 12 <laughs> hours later because it went viral like in Australia but then it went super viral in America and there's more extreme vegan people in America. There's more extreme. So you got a lot of hate from them. Oh, man, my inbox was like a thousand an hour. More, thousand more hate than good. Oh, so I made some lifelong friends out of it, actually. Like, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I copped it hard over that. And I ended up deleting Facebook for a bit. Then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't really care. And a lot of people were like, ah, oh, you've finally done it. Because, like, 
made a lot of enemies over the years, whatever, fuck. Whatever life happens, they're like, oh, you're finally going to come unstuck with one of your dumb shit. So I'll sit here right now, because everyone, I actually said no to so many news, like, reports. They're like, come and do an interview, come and do what thing. I, I was like, no, fuck this, I'll fuck this, because I did something a while ago with a news report about sharks, and the, they flipped the whole thing. They made me look like a fucking idiot, complete idiot. So I was like, I don't trust them any, like, in any way. So it didn't really make any statements. I just went ghost on it. And then, so like, I've set the record straight here because this is my first ever interview about it. I didn't get fined. Nothing you come of it. Like, I no, I never did one. Yeah, this right. is my first one ever. This oh, that's all we're talking about I re- now. I refuse to do any interviews on it. <laughs> Okay. Because cause they just make you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, everyone's I'm, I'm always like, oh, you going to... fuck out of this. Well, yeah, you might as well milk it. I didn't, yeah. And, um... So, you didn't get a fawn? No, nah, I got nothing out of it, eh? I, like, I just thought I was a dickhead. But what sort of fawn can you get? Well, they... Animal cruelty they went for, and it's like, it's dead. It's dead? Dead, dead, yeah. Remember there was a petition at one stage I signed it. I had 250,000 signatures, and I was like, I'm signing this. It's like... Ben this page from Facebook. He's an animal abuse and patient. I was like, yeah, right on and signed it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, signed your petition. Yeah. Well, it went super viral. I ended up, I had like 20,000 Snapchat friends and it was, it was fun. I ended up deleting that Snapchat, but I made some of the most maddest lifelong friends out of it. Yeah. Like other fishermen, like heaps of other fishermen from other places. I went on like a tour kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah, man, we're going to go here fishing. We're going to go here fishing and just jumped on boats and boats and just, like, as much negativity as I copped out of it, it was like, it gained so much better. Yeah. And, like, I will never live it down. It is so annoying. I'll go places. It's with you for life. Literally, I was at the pub, like, probably a week ago, and this guy's just staring at me. He goes, you that guy that smoked a shark bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I had some drinks bought for me, though. I was Fucking no. Yeah. You did a snap. It must have been around that time. You did the snap, and it was like, so, guys, it's looking like I'm going to have to fucking delete me fucking social, me Snapchat and whatnot. You know, I'm, I'm a bad look on the fucking um, commercial fishing oh, I'll industry. I can clear that part up. And then you go, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not go- I get sent tits. <laughs> I'm not get- fucking getting rid of this. <laughs> uh, I can laugh, I, I, I got like, told this is to a weapon it. I got told it was the worst thing for the industry. Rah, rah, rah. It's like, yeah, whatever. There's, the industry's full of idiots. At least I'm giving you a laugh. Oh, and man. like, I look at it from a point of view. It's like, I'm, I'm not gonna get a turtle. I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not gonna get a fucking turtle. Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go extreme. Yeah, like I could have, but I, I know my boundaries. I know the reality of like what it yeah. is. Everything blows over, man. Hopefully, <laughs> eventually it does. <laughs> fucking hell, it's, you know, even the shit I do on social media. Fuck, man. Like you, like I think I'm pretty. Innocent with the shit I do, but like I did that fucking dad train thing where I had all me, me five nieces in the dad train yeah. behind my scooter. Fuck man, the hate! Like I got a lot of love out of it. What the hate out of that? Oh, there's this dickheads. This, I are... don't read comments anymore. I never. I stopped reading them ages ago. I used to get real emotional, and then yeah, I was like, same, man. and it's just like, you know what? I'm having a good time. I'm living my best life, kind of thing. Think I'm a fuckwit. I don't care, man. Do I care? Yeah. In the social media world, man, you have to have fucking thick skin, eh? I was the same. I was reading all the comments like, fuck it, like it hit me and that. Now, I, I love I love a bad comment. Yeah, well, literally the way I look at it, it's like, I just, I don't give a fuck. You don't know me, like, kind of thing. I do not care, kind yeah. of thing. Like, whatever. Like, from your point of view, that looks dumb. 
Yeah. Do you, do you personal know me? Do you like personally know who I am? Do you know like anything about me? Or you're just going to read that like, everyone's quick to jump a gun kind of thing, yeah. jump straight to the point. It's like, oh, we can jump down that bandwagon. Same mm. with like the biggest, my regret is with this like whole shark bong thing is I didn't capitalize on it. I could have merged that, Mate. milked the hell out of it. You well, could have made a brand. Yeah, literally, we, we got to, like, well, I got to, this is how I looked at it. It's like, I hit the pinnacle. Am I going to do a William Powerfish and go to court like he keeps doing? Yeah. Am I going to keep pushing it? Am I going to get to the point where I'm, like, sitting in court for something stupid? Because I would have. We were going to go fishing in SeaWorld. That is a fuck. Oh, that was, yeah, that, yeah. That's what we're going to do. We're going to sneak in a telescopic rod, a fucking bag of prawns, and try and catch a fish in SeaWorld. <laughs> And wait, I was trying to J him up to do it, and he's like, "No, you'll get me fuck. I'm getting getting enough trouble, and he wouldn't do it." Who are you doing that with? William Powell. You're trying to J him up. Yeah, I was it. trying to J him up to do it. That was my idea, and he gone through all that court stuff, and he's like, "No way, that's too far." And I'm like, "Well, it's not nudity. It's not maining an animal." We're fuck, mate. I wish. I wish you put that, that to me. I'd do it tomorrow. I'd do it. I'd do it on a heartbeat. I'd just have to come back up for court and I guess we'd have another podcast talking shit about it while we're in court. Mate, we're I would fucking do it. Fuck, I thought do it. You know, like, I, um... Just setting up the whole scenario, though. Them fishing there. I flick, I flick leaves playing around with it. I, I scouted this out. I wanted to do this. <laughs> I know what they like. And I was even going to capitalize at the time. That was when that Steve-O thing was going on Fuck SeaWorld. I was yeah. going to wear a shirt on it. It's like, fuck SeaWorld. I caught a cobia or something in there. Like a big, pull up, pull up big fish, hold it up and see how quick someone runs over. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that would have went viral. That would have been... But you're going to get charged. Well, for what? I don't know. Probably what are you get charged with? I don't know. Well, you were supposed to talk me into this if we're going to do it. I'm fucking keen <laughs> as. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll say it. I'll do it. You can't put a blind dad in jail. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow morning, news headline, banned from SeaWorld. Lifetime back <laughs> That mate Wait, That would be fucking awesome If they have kids I guess we're not going to see one <laughs> yeah. Sorry kids Hold Sorry um, <coughs> You can read the newspaper article You know when I was um, When all the COVID shit went on I went down to fucking Tassie This Sheila I was seeing at the time She's It was a short fucking Summer love And she was flying out To buddy go back to the UK But she had like a week to kill And she's like oh do you want to do Tasmania with me? Now, I've travelled fucking nowhere, man. I've travelled, like, to Sydney, Melbourne, bought a truck, drove it home. I've never holidayed anywhere yeah. outside of Queensland. And I went, yeah, fuck it, I will. I'll go down. You know, so I went into Tassie and um, was in Tassie three days. And they fucking got this... We both got this text message at the same time. So we ended up buying one, hiring one of those... Um, uh, those fucking wicked campers. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hired one of those. Yeah, but like, I, well, I went there to get this, like, this high roller one, and they go, oh man, I'm sorry. You but... can rent Winnowat, being on a bagos and all that. You yeah, we're going to pull out. There. Well, I was going to get this little in the bag. <laughs> they go, oh man, I'm fucking I'm sorry, but we don't have that. It, well, I fucked up, I double booked. He goes, all I've got is like, fuck yeah, I'll take a wicked camper. <laughs> like, that's awesome, you know? I didn't know you had them. Yeah, yeah. So we got this wicked camper. Anyway, we're like three days into it, and like, we're doing like one night in the camper, one night in the motel, one night in the camper. Anyway, I got to the stop where I, I booked us into this fucking like country club. It was fancy as fuck. Eh? Yeah, yeah. We, man, oh, turn heads. Like we rolled in this wicked camper, and we're surrounded by BMWs, Mercedes, and Lexus. Like fancy as fuck. God, we looked out of place at the car park. <laughs> anyway, I walked in, got the room. We're in the room like fucking five minutes. Ding ding. Exact same time, both of us get a message on their phone. We need you to come in now for hotel quarantine. Ring this number. COVID. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I rang the number. And he goes, did you go through Melbourne Airport? 
we got we got reports that you went from Melbourne Airport at this time and you dined at this Place, restaurant because yeah. you know like you did the QR yeah, thing on the table. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they fucking had us, eh? And um, <laughs> and I went, yep. Like we need you to come in right now to this this uh, location and then go into quarantine for two weeks. <sighs> and I'm like, I just fucking booked this into the country club. Guys, we just want you to pack your bags. Spend me life savings. Yeah. Fucking going yeah. And I'm like, I got my fucking hot little fucking UK poppy bloody, you know, yeah. blondie get here. And I'm going to, uh, no, and I said, no. So just pack Did your bags. Did you together at least? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. They're like, pack your bags and walk out. Right, eh? So we walked out. We drove to the location. They fucking put us up in Peppers Resort in yeah. Launceston. So we pull up and, man, it was wild, eh? It was like a fucking scene at E.T. There was every cunt in full body suits with the mask and all the shit, barricaded off. Like, you had to fucking walk through a tunnel. Like, it was fucking the wildest shit. And I'm thinking, oh, we're naughty. <laughs> we're so naughty. And then these buses start rolling with more naughty kids. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're not that naughty. Anyway, lucky we went when we did because I walked up and the bloke behind the counter, the concierge, he's like, but he's all fucking suited up. So he goes, yes, all right. Hi, Daniel. I said, mate. You better have me in the fucking honeymoon suite. I said, I just left the country club for this. And he goes, well, sir, we've actually got you the best suite we got. Right, we went up there, opened the door. It was a fucking full-blown, like, one-bedroom apartment. So you had a, a bedroom, a lounge room, a kitchen. It was a fucking <laughs> glorious apartment. Two verandas. One veranda overlooked the fucking lawn session. The other veranda looked over the marina. And I'm like, fucking hell, baby, we've hit the jackpot. This is awesome. Now, let us stay together. And I was the only cunt in the world I reckon was happy to be in quarantine. Yeah. I could have stayed there for two weeks later, I? Anyway, I was sitting there three days in, and they bring you three meals a day, and then I was like, oh, fuck, we can, I can Uber Eats everything I want. I can Uber Eats everything I want. So I was, I was Dan Murphy and fucking carton pure blondes pretty much every day. I was just living my best Any life. Any Viagra? Hey? Hey? Any Viagra? No, I didn't no, need it. Didn't need that time. Yeah, that, I'll see. <laughs> and and um, I was sitting here looking at this like, oh, I need to fish off this veranda. I've got, oh, I've, got, I've got to catch a fish. Did, yeah. Mate, jump on fucking Kmart um, delivery. Telescopic, <laughs> oh, yeah, telescopic rod. Fucking little tackle box. Delivered to the room. And I'm like, yeah, baby. Don't awesome video of it. Fucking telescope rod out. <laughs> fucking cast it in. And I'm fishing off the second floor into the fucking marina. And um, I was just loving life, mate. I was fucking hooking up and dropping them. I'm like, fuck. And um, it was funny, but like, I got all excited. Like, oh, let's do this. Went to throw it out at low tide. The whole thing goes out. Of, yeah, it's just landing. It's just mud flat. And I'm like, oh, okay, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait for the tide to come back in. And I was hooking up. And in the end, um, yeah, the security guard just comes like, you can't do that. I'm I can like, do what I want. Yeah, and I'm like, what? This <laughs> so I'm just trying to fucking, so I started doing the power fish thing. I said, I'm just trying to have a fucking good time. I'm just trying to beat the fucking world champ. <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, wait, I had channel. I got the dog. <laughs> yeah, I had channel seven ringing me. Wanted to report and everything like that. Yeah, it was fucking oh. funny as eh? So, mate, I'm all good for bloody well, fish yeah, and sea I'm, world. I'm thinking you uh, you got the cane, don't you? Get Bob, the there's a rod! Oi, I'm, yeah, look, I'm, I'm just going for a brim fish with the boys. Mate, right? we, we legit could run a fucking piece of mono down that, you know, a bit of braid down that fucking rod. Yeah. I'm just swinging out. Yeah. That is... And then, oi, when they do kick you out, like, you're really going to kick a blind man out yeah. of this establishment? I'm a dad. Is it? Yeah. I'm a dad. <laughs> He's trying to get a feed for I'll his just, kids. I'll just throw the cane. Now I can't see where I'm going, you kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll fucking keep that video. I feel like, yeah, lifetime ban. SeaWorld coming, but fuck, it's overpriced anyway. Who yeah, cares? You know I don't give a fuck about SeaWorld. We'll catch it and we'll just run out Mate, and see if we can release it. It's all for the gram. It's exactly. Yeah. 
We're just chasing that one five seconds of fame. <laughs> Were you that dickhead that fished in Seawell? Yeah. Oh, well. I can't believe Powerfish hasn't done it. Uh, he got into a little bit of strife. With he got a lot of strife. A lot of strife that car, and it got him a bit. And then the, the jet ski. Then the jet ski. You reckon that, you reckon that jet ski video went the way it was meant to go? It wasn't remote controlled. No, but was it meant to hit that car the way it did? He does extreme things, honestly, and he's got a lot of money, so I reckon yeah. he, he wants an extreme, extreme outcome. Yeah, yeah. You ever see his video of the Maritime? He only posted it for about two hours. Oh, today? Nah, it was, it was ages ago, and he posted on the Maritime. He deleted it because of the hate he got. He was, like, I'm a proper tosser, but he was fucking <laughs> giving it to <laughs> old mate. He pushes it, eh? Oh, he, he pushed, he it pushed proper, old mate. mate to the point where, like, he got a lot of flack. Oh, he's a nice bloke. Gives heaps back and that. But, like, I think he's, for his brand, he can't do anything crazy because they're going to throw the fucking book at him. Yeah. They're going to actually, like, throw the book at him. And same as, like, my reason, like, I stopped because it's like, how far do you push the envelope? You know, do you want to keep going? Or do you just cement yourself at, like, righto, you, you hit your peak? I don't want to be that one person there, you know, 10 years later on TikTok lives begging for money. <laughs> so I'm going, mate, get a, get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're real quick to critique everyone on the internet, but hey, yeah. the hustle's a hustle. The hustle's a hustle, mate. Yeah. Mate, uh, like I, I quite like Powerfish. I um, I think it's great the way he's very giving. Yeah, know? and the mental health stuff's yeah, amazing. There, there's a lot of shit that oh, really like, oh, no, I can't agree with you there. Got, you know, like, but I don't know, he's... I think he's got a genuine heart. Oh, yeah. I listened to a three-and-a-half-hour podcast he did, and he's complete opposite of what he was. And I've talked to him on the phone. Complete opposite fella. Mm. But, like, I get the addiction. Like, do you know when you do a viral video, mm. it's addicting. You see all the it notifications. Is. You see all that attention. You see your likes going up. Like, oh. I remember the first time I did my very first viral video, 10,000 likes overnight, and you're just like, holy fuck, yeah, really? Yeah. 10,000 people? Like, holy shit. And you get fully into it, but it's only so far you can go. You know what's fucking launching for me lately is um, people just like my views. I've got to do fucking videos. I've got to put a lot of effort into a video and all that. You do something get, dumb. Get nothing. I'll do something fucking illegal. Boom! Through the roof. Blind man on a scooter with a fucking road train with all the kids in it. Through the roof. Fucking. I'll go on. I got jumped on the ride on the mole the other day simply because the fucking footpath was overgrown. So I started mowing it. The lady came out and just, oh, thank you so much. So it's just your house. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said, I've been so sick, I can't do it. And I, I said, oh, I was inside, this is bad. She said, oh, this inside's worse. I said, I'll fucking mow inside for you. Yeah, might as well. So I mowed inside for her. But I'm out in the fucking, so, but the whole video was, I'm going across the intersection. Like I, I pull up at the traffic lights and I push the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. And I'm sitting on my Johnny ride on Copper's Eck. And I'm sitting there. And as soon as I do something I shouldn't fucking do, it, <laughs> it takes off. off. Yeah. You go do something wholesome, it's just like, oh, that's stagnated and got nowhere. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go do something extreme. It's like, yeah. oh, look at the views. And yeah. you become like a view hawk. Kind it goes, of thing. yeah, you go fucking crazy right. for it. Yeah. It's, um, you're right, it is a bit a little addictive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm fucking so keen on SeaWorld now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if we get enough people come, like, you know, put it in, like, anyone. Fuck that. No, no, I want to see how many people agree to want to do it. Like, I feel like everyone's just going to comment on it. No, comment on his shit and say, you want to go to SeaWorld? I, like, I don't even want to fucking launch it because some other cunt's going to steal it. Yeah. We better go do it tonight. We'll steal a penguin. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just go and tuck it too far, right? You've been a dickhead. That's a penguin, though, eh? What sort of fish are in that fucking place? Oh, it's got some big GTs. Yeah. Yeah, some nice GTs in it. So we're talking about like going to the aquarium. 
And yeah, but you can get on the top of it. Off, off scope this out. Like, so you know you it's walk terrible. underneath in that, and you look through. On top, so you close. How much line do we need? We don't need not much. I was thinking of diving on a shark, because they're, they're in the tank, they swim on the surface constantly, and they got their fin out. You could literally spear tackle one. <laughs> but I felt like that would be a bit far. I could pretend to fall in. <laughs> yes, help! It's warranted. My uncle, <laughs> my uncle Dan fell in, help! 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 He needs help! <laughs> he's blind, he can't he's see it. He's never that, swim either. He's wrestling that shark pretty good. <laughs> well, you don't let a boy, huh? <laughs> I think, we need end, I think we need to end this interview. You're fucking just making me Imagine, imagine that at a SeaWorld interview. SeaWorld under scrutiny because blind man falls in shark enclosure and gets attacked. Yeah. Video shows man attacking shark. <laughs> <laughs> fuck SeaWorld. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, man, I'm keen as for that. That's so fucking funny. Eh? No, nah, we'll have to. We'll G up something crazy. I'll come up. We'll I'll fly so. up and we'll go dig a mud crab out. And Put it on your balls. I've already got a video there for that. No, I'm yeah, I'm then. Yeah. No, I'm on your get... balls. Nah, I'm no, right. you're blind. You yeah. don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Senses are hide. Like I'm feeling it now. It hurts. Oh. No, fuck no, it. I'll definitely have to get you up north, man. We have got some awesome shit happening this year with the uh, Two Lads YouTube channel and yeah. some of the events we've got going on. And I'll have to do it. We'll uh, do a spin on it. I'll show you how to jump a boat up the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm fucking alright with that too myself, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, between both, first for both. Yeah. Fucking blind anyway, so they should be right. And I'll fucking launch me um I had a twenty one foot uh, offshore race boat. Ski boat. Yeah. Yeah. And um mate of mine we fucking wanted to go fishing for the day. I don't know what the fuck happened, but the, the fishing boat was out of commission. And we still wanted to go like fuck it, let's have the ski boat. <laughs> so like it's a fucking fully wrapped like a twenty one foot cyclone, like it's a yeah, beautiful yeah. boat. And um, that wouldn't have been feel affliction yeah. at all. So we, oh yeah, we were fucking full noise, eh? Seventy mile an hour down the fucking creek. <laughs> and we're bloody, um, we're pulling up, and we're fucking fishing. I'm not catching shit, eh? Like fuck it, let's go to this resort. So we went to Carver Resort, and um, we pulled up there, and we fucking just sat there eating prawns at the resort, looking at the boat, and we got might have had a few too many, <laughs> and we left, and we're fucking sending it back down the channel. We're sitting about fucking seventy mile an hour, just fucking humming, eh? Back to it was like a good um our trip back. Back, yeah, it's a bit of a distance. And um, it started raining. <laughs> it started raining and we're like, so we're full noise but we kept ducking our heads under yeah, the fucking... Yeah, your eyes, you're squinting your eyes and it burns. But then we look up and like, the water just looks a bit different but it's pissing down that hard. Smoother? It was smoother but still wet. <laughs> and we're like, oh, and we look up again and Rolls like, can't! About too late. What? It was mud flats. Yeah. It wasn't water. It yeah. was fucking you, mud flats. You've committed. Right? And we just sent this cunt that far up at eh? And yeah, we was we stuck. Two hours sat there. <laughs> Rob got to that stage where like the water just started coming out of the mud flats. Because I can't wait any longer. And he's throwing the fucking anchor as far as he could. And this cunt's a machine. And he's dragging the boat <laughs> with the fucking anchor. <laughs> We're getting out of here, cunt. I had something similar happen about three weeks ago. Holidays, you know, holiday makers yeah, yeah. everywhere. And I'm at work and I'm driving along the boat. 300 metres up the bank, there's a boat high and dry. And I'm sitting there thinking, we just had a bit of rain last week. The mozzies are fierce. Yeah. Bad. And I've got to go do some stuff up this other end of the river. It'll only take about 15 minutes. I come back, pulled up. And there's these two old fellas, like 50, 60. And they're like, oh, we just got carried away catching white. And that tide will be back soon. And I was like... Yeah, about 3am, pulled me tide chart up. I was like, yeah, about 3am. He's like, what? It's like, it's 6. Fuck yeah. And um, I was like, these boys have air guard? And I'm just, can see the fucking haze in them. Yeah. And old mates, nah. And I was like, I'll give you a go trying to push it. Did like one centimetre. I was like, righto. 
throw your anchor out, get in my boat, give me, I'll give you my number, I'll ring you at three, I'll be here all night. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, whatever. Drove him back, thank you, Eves. took all the stuff out because, you know, people might raid it, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes 2 o'clock, 2.30, I went over and I sneaked it out, dragged it all the way back. And I'm like, fuck, what's this bike's name again? I'm trying to remember. Could not for the life of me remember. Rang him up and was like, hey, man, got your boat back at the boat ramp. And he's like, oh, really? And I'm thinking, you're right. And he's like, oh, I've just been at home drinking. I'm really upset I lost me boat. Fuck he yeah. was maggoted. Hammered. He, he was hammered and he had to come about 25 minutes from a town across, but it's all back roads. He rocks up and he's just like, goes, thank you so much. He's so appreciative. I'm sitting there like, man, it don't really bother me. Like, you know, whatever. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, Bill. I'll get you a present tomorrow. I was sitting there thinking, what the fuck's this guy going to get me? Like, I was like, I just got my job done. I was out there anyway, trying not to yeah. take it. Next day at nine o'clock, he rings me and he's like, well, how long do you be back at the boat ramp? And I'm thinking, oh, give me 20, eh? And he goes, right, eh? Pull up. And he started cuddling me. He goes, you don't know how depressed I was at home. I thought I'd yeah. lost me boat. And he gave me a litre bottle of Jack Daniels. A litre? A litre? I was yeah. like, holy cunt. And he goes... And he goes, oh, he told me he's a well-known person in town. He goes, you ever need anything? You ever, ever in, because we live a town apart. He goes, you ever in town, just ring me and go for a beer. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, just save my number. You ever get bogged again? Gives the hand. Gives the yeah. I'll come and save <laughs> Sorry to cut you off here, legends, but I've got to give a quick shout out to BoatRatMafia.com.au. They will turn your busted-ass-looking tinny into a fucking brand-new looking cruise ship. Jump on their website, punch in the dimensions of your boat, Pick a ready-to-go wrap design, I'll post it out here, you slap it on like a big-ass sticker, and mate, you are turning heads at the ramp. BoatRapMafia.com.au, use Blind Man Dan at checkout to get 10% off. It's funny what you say about um, ties, man. So we, um, my family had a fucking houseboat up in Carnival, yeah. and um, me and my mates went up on this houseboat one night, and I had my ski boat. And my mate had my ski boat and the tinny. And my mate turned up a fucking uh, jet ski and another tinny and whatnot. We all got on a fucking piss and bloody um, fucking had a crack at night. Anyway, come time to anchor up. So I went to this place called Haycock Island and I anchored up in Hitchbrook Channel. And I thought, I was going to let all the anchor chain out. Yeah, yeah. I let all the anchor chain out because I know we're fucking safe then to <laughs> anchor up for the night. Anyway, <laughs> let it all out, <laughs> eh? And um, a fucking morning comes. And my fucking girlfriend is like, just kept on top of me. I'm like, I'll oh, get off. So I pushed her off. And then she rolled back on top of me again. She was on a lane. And I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? And I'm like, so I, like, I came to. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mate, the houseboat's on like a 45. We're on a fucking big lane. And I'm like, cunts, get up. So I'm going, as I saw that, my mate's woken up. And he's, in the, he's on the bunk bed on the opposite side. He's going, oh, <laughs> he's out <laughs> on the ground. Holy shit, what have we done? We're on the biggest fucking lean, and I've got up, I looked out the fucking front deck, and we, uh, I parked on a fucking, like a, it was like a mud flat, but conglomerate rock a bit too, and it was a straight drop off this mud flat. Half the boat's on the fucking mud flat, half's off. Oh, so you're right on the edge. Yeah, right on the edge, man. Yeah. And tide's going out. Tide's going out, man. Hardcore. Now, that usually, it would have fucking fell over. Yeah. Now, pure ass that had the girlfriend with me, because she didn't come. I wouldn't have woken up because I only woke up because she could fucking roll on top of me. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> um, 
The night before, just before I went to bed, I don't know why I done it, but I pulled the ski boat because we just had it on a big tether line all off the back of the boat, just floating like that. And I, I pulled the ski boat up beside the fucking houseboat and I, I anchored it up against the fucking right up against the houseboat. And then the tinny and the jeskies and that, they sort of were just still, still on the tether line. Anyway, we come to, and like, I can't put the apple down on the fucking houseboat. It's out of water. Yeah, it's totally out of water. Right. It's gone. And I'm going, fucking hell. I said, Rob, get in that fucking ski boat and get me the hell, because the ski boat was still in the water. Oh, yeah, you could have dragged it off. Yeah, so he went out, and we got the rope on it, and he's fucking this up on this fucking 35, <laughs> and it just pulled the fucking houseboat off. But you got to keep momentum up, yeah. if you slow down. Mate, once the houseboat come off, but it, oh, I'm fucking freaked, eh? Because... As it like you're on a big lean as it was, and as it came off, it went that that little bit more. Yeah, it went oh fuck, <laughs> but then it bounced back. And once that leveled up, we could follow the output up on that, and we just skull dragged everything off the fucking mud flats. And I'm thinking, fuck, here I was thinking, be a good skipper. <laughs> Roll the anchor chain out. Just but, remember, you're the skipper. You're responsible. Yeah, I was, yeah no, yeah, blind drunk skipper was not responsible. <laughs> but all I can think was like, fuck it, I don't even want the girlfriend to come on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> but that boat, mate, honestly, if she wasn't there, I wouldn't have woken up. And I reckon we were only would have woken up once it was on its side. Eh? Probably would have drowned in it. Probably. Because <laughs> well, yeah. like, I hung over and I pissing myself yeah. in my sleep or what? Yeah. Right, that was fucking awesome. Like, we sat there just like silent. All of us were like, mishaken, like, wow, that could have been so bad. Eh? Yeah, you get one of them situations like, that yeah. could have been so much worse. Mm. Thank fuck it turned out. Mm. I wish we took photos because no one would have believed this now. Not one of us took a fucking photo. Well, why would you? You're, you're that like, nervous. Panic. You're that panic. Get the fucking boat off. <laughs> and all of us like, breathe. Let's take a fucking photo. <laughs> Let's film this fucking situation. Wait, what's good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a fucking show, man. Uh, ah, boating life. Oh, yeah. Boating fuck-ups. I love it, man. I, I live and breathe the water, eh? Are you the same? Do you feel do you feel relaxed? Like, I know it's, it's your job, but do yeah, you feel relaxed yeah, in the water? Yeah, I, I sit out there like... When I finish doing everything, even after work, I'll just sit there and stare at the sky and the stars and just sit there and listen for a couple of hours and, like, sometimes for an hour. Just, just chill. Peace and quiet, tranquil kind of thing. Something about it, man, eh? It's, um, Relaxing. Once, once I'm on the water, I don't feel like I've got a worry, worry in the world. Yeah, it makes like When it I easy. had the aqueduct business in, um, in Ely Beach, like, it was it was stressful machine. Like, a lot of, lot of fucking behind-the-scenes stuff in that business to keep it going and whatnot. But for some reason, as soon as I hit that water... I felt well, like stopped. no cunt could touch me. Yeah. I'm just here in a microphone making people laugh and I'm on the water, no cunt could touch me. Yeah. I love the day. It's like your happy place kind of My thing. happy place. Water yeah. my happy place. SeaWorld's going to be my happy place tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep, out, keep an eye out for a news article about us next day. It's happening. Yeah. We've got yeah, we to fucking figure something out in the way of this. We should actually ramp it up and we'll take the John Deere. We'll see if we'll just steal Godfather's John Deere. <laughs> mow the grass in front of SeaWorld first. <laughs> and then go and catch that fish. Yeah, well, we might as well turn it into a protest because then we won't get fined. We can just put a banner out the back, fuck SeaWorld, because as soon as it's a protest, you don't get in trouble. It's a protest? Yeah. Save the fish. Yeah, save the fish. One trout at a time. One trout at a time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck it up. Uh, I don't know about being you now. <laughs> this could be my downfall. Uh, you'll either go high up, yeah. rise up, or in jail. Uh. You'd be a good bunk, buddy. Yeah, I reckon it would, eh? Yeah. 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 Wish you can mow the fucking concrete. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I can spoon. Yeah. <laughs> get lonely. Eh? At least I won't know what you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll go by feel. <laughs> I can tell you now, it's not going to be something I want to fucking feel. 
<laughs> Freddie, uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Appreciate you making the trip up. That's nah, awesome, bro, right. buddy. Give um, some of these listeners an insight to the <laughs> fucking <laughs> fishing world. It's um, yeah, it's definitely a different world to what I know what listeners are used to. So, I no, appreciate it, man. It's awesome. Nah, I'll be back again soon, hopefully. Man, we're doing something fucking Yeah, dumb. we're doing something done. Mm. 100%. We'll yeah. keep all the listeners at suspense. Yeah. We've got to make them worry, wonder. Stay sure. tuned for the fucking outcome from this one, guys. So, all right, bunch. Safe. What are you doing tonight? You're hitting the fucking town. You're going back to Peppers. Where, um, you want to tune in to me Snapchat. It's fried fishing. Um, we're going to get tattoos. <laughs> we're getting tattoos, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to get some tattoos. Oh, yeah? Don't know what. Matching? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it, actually. I'm, no, 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 hold off, hold, hold off. Yeah, hold off, but hold off. it's it's going to be iconic. <laughs> it's not a teardrop. We but did discuss that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you save all these fucking snaps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I've, got, save? I've got hours of content. I save every story. I've got automatic saving. Mm. Years. Incriminating. Fucking hell, that'd be bad. Yeah. That's something yeah. you don't want the feds getting hold of. I've already, yeah. yeah, I've already been fined from Snapchat stories. <laughs> Yeah, I got narcs on my Snapchat. Can you get, get, really? Yeah, yeah, they took a footage. I accidentally kept a fish that wasn't on my species list because there's a list of fish. Get the get. fuck out. Yeah, really? they, they took, because there's a lot of people in the world that hate me, whatever. And they took a fish that I kept and I just took a Snapchat because it was a cool fish. It was a cobia. Right? beautiful. Everyone knows cobia. Oh, yeah, they yeah. eat no fucking bitch. I'm not allowed to keep fucking cobia. What? It was a $2,000 fish. What? It cost me $2,000, that fish. Are you, are you, it's on your species it's list. Not on the species list. So back in quickly, um, like early nineteen whatever, when they they did all the laws and rah rah, they had a list of like river fish and rah rah, what you're allowed to keep and catch. Kingfish, um, kingfisher on it, cobia not on it. I waited in, not designated. Somebody screen recorded it, but the thing is, I get I get you know ten thousand views on my story. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck screen recorded it. They rang me up. I haggled them. Pretty good, eh? Um, if anyone ever listens to it, did dob me in. Yeah, it could have been more, but I'm nice. And they said, we'll go to the least amount of you just admit to it and just do an interview. It was great, whatever. And, um, yeah. But they wouldn't tell me who sent the video in. No, <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Yeah, that was the second infringement I've ever got. So where did you catch the cobia? Caught it in the river. You get in them the pretty river? Com- you get them common down our rivers, like pretty common, like... They're coming down in the I was rivers, catching them there? for ages, like for ages, like heaps. They come in in the coastal waters lots. And, um, they're reef fish where we are. Yeah, they're reef fish down our way too. We get a fair few of them. But um, when they're juvenile, they go up the rivers. Yeah. Like, they're only like 10 kilos a big one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I waited in. Was, that was that. That was me. Yeah, second infringement from, from them. You want to hear me first one? It's a pretty good one. Yeah, fucking yeah, Baited me dad's crab trap. You what? I baited my dad's crab trap. You baited my father's crab trap. What's that mean? Like I put his crab trap up, put bait in it for him while yeah. I was doing my crab traps. Tampering another fisherman's gear. Get the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. And you know, the cockhead fisheries officer said to me, he goes, fuck, you should check them more often because there's crabs already in it. I just pulled it up, put bait in it and left the crabs in it. Cause he's doing like, a nice thing for your old man. Yeah, you know, he said, why are you out there? You wanted to throw because you had three up the same end my end was and he was doing something else. So you else. filmed that? No, I didn't film that. They just watched me, from the, they watched me from the riverbank with drones. Doing it. That was a $2,000 fuck up again. Get out. Yeah. And then he had the hide but to you save But your father can't back you on that? And still, it's even though it's my father, it's a different fisherman, you're still tampering with gear. It's me blood, like, me blood's gear. And I didn't take any product out of it, any, like, crabs or anything. $2,000. Fucking hell. Me mate in the boat as well. 
got fined five hundred dollars to tamper him with commercial gear as well. Because he was in the boat. Yep. Can't <laughs> <laughs> I was like seventeen at the time. Because that was back when Dad would have to. Because I didn't have. Like, I was sixteen. I didn't have my driver's license. You've heard some dro- hard lessons, bunch. Actually, there's another infringement I did get. We'll, we'll end on this one. So I skipped year six photos. Went out to sea. <laughs> I skipped year six um, photos. Went out to sea. Went fishing. Caught like 800 bucks worth of sandbays and jewfish. So my dad bought me a little tinny. My first little tinny. Yeah. I was only like, you know, year six. What are you, 12? Fucking, yeah, two thirds of five. Went down the river. And we're fanging around. We used to jump it. Fucking do dumb shit. Pulled up. Tied one marker boys. $3,000. Bullshit. Not allowed to anchor a boat to it. Aren't you? Do you know what they did? I was too young. They pulled up at home. Didn't find your dad. Yeah. They find your dad. For, find dad for it. Get fucked up. Fuck off. him. Because yeah, he, oh, I am a commercial son, I should know better. They hate you. Yeah. They fucking hate you, Nah, man. like, that, they just cunts. Like, they'll cunts like that. But, like, these days, like, if I have an issue... They, if they get an issue or anything, I get a really well along with them. They'll ring me up and be like, can you stop doing that? Or what are you doing here? Because we're getting complaints on it. Please, I'll explain please it stop smoking sharks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or <laughs> can you please just sign here and just admit to that and we'll give you $500. If you argue with me one more time, I'm giving you five. That's how it goes. Fair thing. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Probably just fuck the whole system up now they hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck it. Fuck um, SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, fuck SeaWorld. <laughs> All right, look, I've already said the fucking ending to this. Yeah, well, right, so shut the fuck up. Oi! Uh, Saved by the GoPro fucking shutting down. You've had enough, I reckon. All right, balls. We'll do a, uh, we'll do a part two. Soon. <laughs> <laughs>